0: Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church, and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Well, hello, listener, and welcome to another episode here at Voice of the Church. Today we begin a new series on the topic of gospel freedom from the book of Galatians. If you're new to Christianity or are just listening in for the first time, a warm welcome to you. I hope that you'll find this series encouraging and also helping you to understand what the Christian faith is all about and what it means to live in light of what Jesus has done for this world. Our first meditation will be on Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, the introduction to the letter to the Galatians. And here we read these words. Well, that word gospel is a familiar word, especially to people inside of the church, uh, but also outside of the church, some are familiar with that word gospel. Uh, We might read these words on church signs, or we might read this word gospel on the cover of Christian books or on Christian websites. And sometimes when we think of the gospel, uh, we may think that it's just a message for people out there in the world. Or when we hear this word gospel, we might think that that's the message that we need to become Christians, but then we move on from the gospel to other deeper things. Well, in this letter of Paul to the Galatians, we learn about our need to constantly come back to a right understanding of the gospel, because we can so easily forget what it means. Here, Paul shows us in this letter that the gospel does not just concern the ABCs of the Christian faith but it's really the A to Z of the Christian faith. It not only concerns how we enter the kingdom of God, but it also informs how we live right now today in God's kingdom as followers of Christ. Uh, these Galatian Christians were what we call Gentile or non-Jewish converts to the faith. Uh, they had quickly and subtly turned away from the gospel by introducing other practices and requirements next to Jesus uh, for their acceptance with God. And so in this letter, Paul is coming to them with a great concern. In this letter, he defends the gospel for them. He explains the gospel, and he applies the gospel practically to their lives and shows them what it means to live in the freedom that God has won for them in Christ. And these are some of the things that we want to think about in this series on gospel freedom here in Galatians. And first, we see here from the Apostle Paul a gracious gospel greeting. Again, this group of believers was straying away from Jesus. And like many of his other letters, Paul opens this letter with a word of grace and peace. Again, he says, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Those are the kinds of words that people are searching for today. Words of peace, words of grace. A grace has to do with God's demerited favor. Grace assumes that we are people who have not only failed to earn God's gifts, but in fact, we've done everything to show ourselves unworthy of them. Nevertheless, the Bible declares that God shows his people grace in the gospel. We also read this word peace. Peace has to do with our right relationship with God and enjoying the blessings that come to us because of Jesus Christ. The Bible declares that we're born into this world at war with God, not in a right relationship with him because of our sins, but here Paul speaks a word of peace that informs a new relationship with God and also informs our relationship with one another. Again, Paul here shares a word of peace or a word of wholeness that we can enjoy in this life, both in our bodies and our souls. But the question is, how can Paul speak such words of comfort to people like you and me? Paul's gracious gospel greeting, it's, it's rooted, we see, in what Jesus has done for us in the gospel. See, the gospel, dear listener, it's not simply good advice for you to follow, but it's the message of good news that God has accomplished something on our behalf in Jesus Christ. Here in Paul's greeting, we see the nuts and bolts, really, of the gospel message. Notice first he tells us in this greeting the person of the gospel, the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins. Jesus is the main subject of the gospel. And here we're told he willingly gave himself in our place. That in the gospel, God did not simply provide for this world an angel to be the Savior or a mere man, but he provided himself in Jesus Christ. And no one took Jesus' life from him, but he freely gave it away when he went to the cross. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 17, I lay down my life that I might take it up again. Nobody takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. See, the gospel is not what God does in us, or it's not something that we do, but it's the message of what God has done for us in Christ. We see the person of the gospel, and we also see the purpose of the gospel. Notice we see Paul say here, he gave himself for our sins. In a children's catechism, uh, there's a question, what is sin? And the answer is, it is any transgression of or lack of conformity to the law of God. See, all of us Christians and non-Christians alike have done what God's law forbids, like lying, stealing, and hating other people. And all of us have failed to live up to what God's law requires, which is to love God and to love our neighbor. In the words of Paul in the book of Romans, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But Paul tells us Jesus gave himself for our sins and notice the result of this we read he gave himself for our sins to deliver us from this present evil age this present evil age speaks of a world that is under the curse of sin where people die and where we see evil still at work in this world we not only live in a world affected by sin as we could see so clearly around us today in the news But we ourselves are broken people. We're all born into this helpless situation. One of the wonderful results of the gospel is that God rescues us from this present world and he brings us into a new world, a new home, into the very kingdom of Jesus Christ. And notice Paul roots this in God's own heart. The gospel is rooted in God's love for this world. We read here, he gave himself for our sins according to the will of our God and Father. The gospel finds its origins in the all-wise and sovereign plan of Almighty God. And this is for his glory, Paul says, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. There is good news for this world today filled with so much bad news because God in his mercy desires to bring glory to himself by saving a people through Jesus Christ. And as we begin our series in Gospel Freedom, we open this letter reading a beautiful summary of the Gospel and how it brings grace and peace into our lives. Dear listener, if you know that you fall short of what God calls you to each and every day, the good news of the Gospel is that Jesus died for sinners, and grace is a free gift given to the unworthy. This gift is for all of those who call upon the name of Jesus from a believing heart and from a heart that is sorry to God for their sins. When we draw near to God in Christ, we can receive the very peace of God into our lives right now. Peace in our conscience that we are now right with God and peace with one another in Christ. And we'll consider that next time. And so we'll hope you'll join us next time for our next meditation in the book of Galatians as we continue to think about the freedom that God gives to us in the gospel and how that works itself out in our lives and in our relationships to one another. So we'll hope you'll join us next time, but until then may God bless you and keep you and may he give to you his peace.